Hey, what's up, Facebook family? I am early only because I'm going to uh, give you guys a couple minutes. I'm trying to get it to see on my screen. A couple minutes to invite some friends if you want. Anybody who might need a little word about peace. And so if, uh, if you're here, what's up, Joe? Um, I'm going to talk about peace and a little, a little bit about pursuing peace. So again, I'm going to start right around 1230. But if you had a friend that needed some peace in your life, then I wanted to um, let you let you know that. And so Joe is watching and I have pandemic hair. Joe, I don't know if you have pandemic hair. I have pandemic hair to the nth degree. I mean, this hat is kind of covering up a lot. That's all I'm going to say about that. My hat is covering up a lot. If you're here, like Joe uh, uh, did totally comment, let me know you're here. And um, I don't go live every day. You know, I tried to go live every day and it wasn't authentic. Like doing my little, like a challenge to myself, it was like, I'm best when I have something to say. And some days I don't have anything to say. Well, I always have something to say, but sometimes I don't always have something to share. So it was like, eh, you know, I kind of gave up on my own challenge, even though I am going to be doing a, a live challenge with a friend for five days. But that's kind of different. So um, anyway, so I'm going to start right around 1230. Give time people to come in. And if nobody comes in, I'm going to talk to you in YouTube and Facebook land. And you can check it out later. So if you watch the replay, I'll answer any comments. Feel free to uh, connect with me or to uh, check out my website. Um, if you want any, um, just any, anything, any help. I think I have a website somewhere. I don't know. I thought I did. I'm sure I do. Um, here we go. AuthenticDeb.com. That's me. And uh, let's see. We don't need it like huge like that. Let's do it different. I kind of love this little uh, stream yard that Bishop Randy Morgan from Covenant Network um, told me about. I, I just... I like it. It makes it so easy to stream to a couple places. Um, so right now I'm streaming to YouTube and to uh, Facebook. Uh, my YouTube channel is one of those huge long do doohickeys. Just search for Authentic Dev or whatever. Maybe at some time. I mean, if I put the link in here, it would be huge. But uh, I would love to um, see you guys, see you subscribe. So if you're here. Go ahead and comment so I can see you in the comments. And like, again, we are going to talk about peace for a moment today. I'm working from home. It looks like I'm going to be working from home for a while, um, which is actually really good for me. It's it's actually really good for my peace level, too. And um, But, you know, regardless of where I work in the office or at home, keeping in peace, keeping in perfect peace, um, that's that's my responsibility. Um, but it's nice. I'm on a lunch break and I thought, well, I'm going to take my pandemic hair to Facebook and just kind of share a little bit about what I heard uh, this morning. So I'm going to give it one more minute. If you are watching, hey, Pastor Micah, I have not seen you in ages. 
if you um, are watching, uh, please do a comment so I can see you. And we're going to get right in and talk about peace for a moment and about pursuing peace, really letting go and letting God. And although that is a 12-step a, a phrase, what is it? What does it mean to let go and let God? Especially in this time, but this this chat. Hey, what's up, uh, Pastor Micah? It's so good to see you. Um, have not seen you in ages. Uh, I'm up here in Houston, or I, I think you're still in Seattle. Let me know. But I want to talk about pursuing peace in our own spiritual journey, in our own life. I know there's a lot going on in the world. So if you saw my post from earlier this morning, I said basically to pursue peace. And when I let go and let God, then I pretty much let go of the outcome. So I'm not talking about anything that's going on in the world right now. I, I stand with my um, African-American brothers and sisters and with anybody that is uh, disenfranchised, marginalized, in the earth for for justice so just let me say that but this is more just a reflection on my quiet time this morning as I was thinking about peace and what happened was I was thinking about peace and I was thinking about some things that I'm waiting for answers on if you've ever had something that you're waiting for answers on just give me a thumbs up or a comment in there like how many times have we kind of waited for an answer and we tell ourselves we're going to like be cool about it, right? Like, okay, I'm cool. I'm going to wait for the answer. And um, like say somebody gives you a timeline and you're like, okay, you know, and then that timeline comes and it goes and you're like, you know, and you're trying not to be like needy, right? Like, what's the answer? What's the answer? What's the answer? You know, and I, and I can do that. I can get it. I mean, I'm way better, but I still do it. And then you tell yourself, no, don't be needy though. They'll get back to you when, you know, they can or, you know, it depends upon what it is. You know, if it's a work schedule, that's different. But and so then you kind of like reach out like, hey, and then and then there's that feeling of, oh, that felt needy, you know. And I was thinking about that today, like just kind of like telling myself, just just chill out, kind of like let go and let God let God do it. Take your hands all the way off of it. You know, the word says after done, I'll stand. Right. And so it's kind of was one of those things. Like, OK, I've done all now. It's, it's just time to stand in this hand, um, you know, resting in the thing that, you know, is is yours. Right. And so I was thinking about that and I wrote something. It, it was pretty simple, but I also had some inspiration from Isaiah 26, three um, a couple of weeks ago that I wanted to share about you. So this is this is how authentic Deb pursues peace this is how the holy spirit spoke to me this morning about pursuing peace and and staying in that peace really literally letting go and letting god do what god is going to do um because when i get too focused on waiting for an answer from somebody else do you hear what i'm saying uh just let me know if you can relate to that like if i get too focused on waiting for an answer or uh, wondering about something that's out of my control, then I lose my peace super quickly, right? Because what's the absence of peace or anxiety? Can anxiety and peace rest in the same mind at the same time? This is a really easy one. The answer is no. Hey, what's up, Carol? Go ahead and comment if you guys have a comment. So can anxiety and peace rest in the same place? Just comment, yes or no. 
Tell me if you've mastered that. Is anybody like a master Swami and they can do anxiety and peace at the same time? I don't. I I might call you on it if you say you can. I know that I cannot. I cannot do peace and anxiety at the same time. Okay. So when I was thinking about it this morning, I was thinking that there was a lesson for me in just letting go of the thing that's on my mind. Um, because I've done all, right? I, I had said in a moment ago, the Bible says, after you've done all, stand, stand on it, wait on it. And I've done everything I can do. So I was like, okay, let go and let God, right? And knowing that, excuse me, that I am in God's hand, right? I'd love to hear your guys' example of when you've had to let go and let God recently. Put it in the comments. Share with us. Share with us how it looks like for you. Um, so what I was writing here is like when I'm in when I'm in God's hands, that's where I actually practice peace. Okay. When I practice peace and I pursue peace, then um, I'm pursuing peace and not the outcome. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because when I'm pursuing an outcome, even if it's a good, honorable outcome say like a job you, you've applied for a job and you're waiting 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 for the answer you think you had a great interview you've sent all your thank you notes right you you've prayed you've done your affirmations you've got people believing for you and now you've got to wait right and you've got to wait for the outcome and when my mind starts to twist on that hey what's up brian you guys uh feel free to leave me any comments um, when I'm waiting on the outcome, it's easy to get into anxiety. But what did I say earlier? Anxiety and fear cannot coexist at, in the same moment in time. We experience both. But right now, I'm in peace. I'm talking to you. I'm in peace. I can't have anxiety and peace going on at the same time in my brain maybe five seconds later, but not at the same moment. In this moment in time, there is peace. And when I'm in peace, I'm still hopeful for whatever outcome that I want, okay, for my well-being. But I am not, hey, good morning, Brian. I am not freaked out about the outcome. I can't do that and be in peace at the same time. So when I'm truly Debbie, this is speaking for me, let me know what you think, Pastor Michael. When I am pursuing peace, or Brian, or anybody watching, because I want to hear your comments. When I'm pursuing peace, I let go of the outcome. And then you think, well, Debbie, how do you how do you do that? How do you how do you let go of the outcome? Letting go of the outcome isn't about not hoping for the outcome you want. It just means that your mind is focused on the fact that you're held and that you're protected. And that something is truly out of your hands. Again, let go and let God. If you if you truly are giving it to somebody, then you've got to trust them to carry it through. So as I let go, I'm just going to read what I wrote here. Then my preconceived notion, is anybody with me there, had a preconceived notion of what something looks like, what the ending is supposed to be like, or am I the only one that's had a preconceived notion? When I really let go and stay in peace and pursue peace, like pursue it, like you do a lover or a job or a new business, right? 
or the donut truck down the road, whatever. When you're really pursuing something, then I let go of the other thing and I'm zeroed in and I'm focused on that thing. So when I pursue peace for Debbie, then I let go of my preconceived notion of what the outcome is. Okay. When I pursue peace, then I, Debbie, I don't have to be on edge for an answer. Does anybody uh, understand what I'm saying? When I pursue peace, I don't have to be on edge for an answer. Again, when you think of on edge, what do you think of? Do you think of peace or do you think of anxiety? I think of anxiety. Um, there's no anxiety in peace. They just cannot coexist, like light and dark. Peace waits patiently for God to move. Peace waits for the doors to open. And then the, for me, hope, when I'm in that place, then hope gets fulfilled. It's like hope is to be fulfilled and for life to spring up in the desert. Like when I'm at peace and there's a hope and I can see life in the desert. I can see the blooms in the dry ground because I'm, I'm not going by what I see or waiting for that outcome. I can start to see life spring up and, and hope just not the type of hope that's deferred that makes the heart sick, but the type of hope where you're just excited to see what is going to happen. Um, in your life from that dry place and when I get into that place then my faith which is believing what I don't yet see being firmly convinced of it it's renewed and then my patient again finds that perfect place in peace because my peace has a lot to do with what I am patiently waiting for and if I'm if I'm not on edge if I'm on edge I'm not I'm not in peace you know, and the word says in Isaiah 20, 26, 3, um, says he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And that's one of my favorite pieces of scriptures. And I was looking it up a couple weeks ago. Hey, Carlo, what's on? I was talking about Isaiah 26, 3, about being in peace. If you just came in, rewind. Because, again, when we pursue peace, there's no room for anxiety. It doesn't mean we never experience. It just cannot coexist. Okay. So when I was looking up Isaiah 26, three, a couple of weeks ago, you know, like when you're in the word and you just get that rhema word and you get that revelation. So I thought, well, I'm going to go look up the Hebrew. I'm pretty sure I know what it means, but I'm going to go look it up. So the first thing that really struck me was he will keep that word keep. I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I, I just can't. But um, it means to guard or to watch, to preserve, to be kept close, to guard. And I thought, okay, that I'm starting to think about, okay, the Lord is going to keep me in perfect peace when my mind is stayed on heat. Now, I've said that scripture a thousand times before. Hey, Tina, good to see you. I want to hear how you guys pursue peace in the comments. And so... He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed in me. At, at the base level, I've always thought of that scripture as, okay, well, as long as I keep thinking about God, I'm going to be okay. You know, and, and that's true, okay? But let's dig in a little deeper. He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. So keep the word keep, the Hebrew word. Well, I didn't write out the Hebrew word. It's 5341 in the Strongs, but to guard, to keep watch over, preserve, be kept close, to guard. And then I started to see, okay, 
God isn't just going, yeah, yeah, daughter, I've got you. It's like, I'm being guarded. I'm being like literally watched over. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm being held and keeping a watch over. And it was like, oh, that that start. I'm, I'm digging that. That's starting to get a little deeper, right? I'm like, okay, that's a different way of looking at it for me other than just a baseline, you know, la-ti-da, I'm okay so long as I keep my mind on God like thinking on God. And that's all great. We need to do that. So that's not what I'm saying. But then I got to the word perfect. I'm like, okay, I think I know what perfect is. Perfect, right? And, and it does. It says completeness, soundness, welfare, peace, safety, and soundness in a thing. And I'm like, okay, so you are watching me and guarding me for my welfare. You are watching and guarding me for peace and for safety. You're not just keeping me in peace so I can chill out. Um, Tina, a Strong's Concordance, the best, the best way yeah, I used to have it, like the big, huge one. And I still like books, but go to blueletterbible.org, blueletterbible.org. And they have an online accordance. There's an app. There's a lot of places, but that's the one I use. And they'll, you can click on it and you can pronounce it if you want to give it a shot and all of that. And that's what I've used for years ever since I kind of, I might still have the big red one somewhere, but my 57 year old eyes don't like that small little print. So blueletterbible.org or I'll shoot you a Facebook message with the um, link because it's, it's a great resource. So, so we've got God watching me, right? We've got, he's, he's preserving me, not just so I feel good, just not, he's not just keeping me in peace so that I don't feel anxiety. Do you hear what I'm saying? If somebody gets what I'm saying, let me know. And I want to know what revelation you get as I talk. Hey, what's up, David? He's not just pursuing me and guarding me so that I feel good. And I like to feel good from God. Don't get me wrong. I like to feel God. Hey. You know, it's a good feeling. Who wouldn't? But God is guarding me and watching my soundness. He's watching my soundness of mind. He's watching and guarding over me for my welfare, for my peace and my safety and for completeness. So he doesn't just want me to like feel good today. It's like a total. It's like when you take your car to the car wash. I don't know. I just took my car to the car wash and you can buy the different levels. Like you can get the baseline thing. Oh, I'm just going to wash or you get the next level. I'm going to do this and I'm going to shine your thing. And maybe I'll give you a little fuzzy wax. And then you get the top one, which is like, hey, I'm going to give you the Windex for your windows. Right. Are you feeling me? I'm going to do your tires. I'm going to give you the special stuff. And you've just spent 20 bucks on supposedly the best thing in the world. Well, that's how God keeps watch over us. It's not just, well, I'm just going to keeping you in peace just so that, you know, you cannot freak out today. No, I'm watching over you for soundness and for your welfare and for your peace and for completeness, for you to be sound, body, soul, and spirit, okay? But here's where I got blown away. Here's where I got blown away. I got into, he'll keep you in perfect peace, right? So we just talked about that, whose mind, 
uh, whose mind is the Hebrew word three, 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 six. I, I, again, like I didn't write down. I usually try to pronounce them. I don't know why I didn't this time. And so I'm thinking mind, right? Like this noggin right here, this mind that can get into all sorts of stinking thinking. If, if you've ever experienced stinking thinking, let me know. Uh, can get into all sorts of stinking thinking, right? And I thought, okay, my mind. And I'm like, but the Hebrew word says form a thing framed imagination mind and work and i'm like okay so it's not just that you're going to keep my head you know not bobbling off my head but i'm framing my mind is something that i frame stay with me because this is my last my last point it says my mind is stayed right just like the king james he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee Okay, is stayed. This is what blew me away in the Hebrew. It says to lean upon, to rest upon, to lean against, to support, to uphold, sustain, to place or lay something upon anything so that it may rest upon and be sorted by, supported by it. Now think about that. So it's not just me keeping my mind on God and thinking about God. Has anybody ever just tried to think good thoughts and that really wasn't just, it didn't sustain you through the whole day? So when I read this, I'm like, okay, so you're going to keep me in perfect peace. You're guarding me. You're looking over my well-being, right? Let's just back it up. You're guarding me. You're preserving me. There's this picture of God just guarding me and preserving me and like looking, hey, Debbie, what's going on? Like watching me and and covering me in soundness. Can you get a picture of that? Like right now, the God's arms just covering you like a, it's the peace that passes all understanding. You can't put your hand up. You can't put your head on it. You can't, you can only write so many songs about it until you experience this peace and this watchfulness of, 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 of God that covers you in all of these different ways and keeps you sound. And what I saw was, as I frame my mind, we all have opinions, do we not? Hey, Jack, Jackineth, you need to check your Facebook message, girl, because I've been waiting to post your podcast, just sidebar. <laughs> think about that, you guys. It's not just us going, oh, I'm going to think about God today, but I'm going to frame my mind. That's right, Tina. There's more than just having a happy thought. Happy thoughts are great, but what about instead of just me? trying to have a happy thought that I have a revelation that God is my guard, that he is keeping watch over me, that he is preserving me and that he wants completeness for me, for my welfare and for my safety. What if I, what if I looked at that piece of scripture that way? And then I said, I'm going to take my mind and I'm going to literally frame it like a construction worker, you put the foundation down first, right? That's the Lord. That's the foundation, right? And then I'm going to frame this house, this house, this vessel, this body. Debbie which says, heaven is my home and earth is my footstool. Who will prepare a place for me? And I say, here, O oh Lord, have I prepared a place for you, right? This heart, this person, I'm framing this place. I'm framing a house for you to reside. And so I'm not just thinking good thoughts about God. Am I talking to somebody? I am framing my life 
I'm building my life and I'm building my mind, my mind, my will, and my emotions on God. Not just on God like a big white God with big long beard sitting up in heaven doing his beard. No, a, a, a watchman, somebody who's watching me, who's preserving me, who's surrounding me with his love, who's surrounding me with peace, who is diligently guarding over me. So I'm going to frame my imagination that God gave me. I'm going to frame my imagination with God. I'm going to frame my creativity around that fact. I'm going to frame my house, the house I'm building, the, the my heart. My heart is his home, right? Uh, my heart is his home. This is his home. And I'm framing that very essence of me. And then while I frame that, God is the one that I can lean upon. That's that word, is stayed. I thought stayed just meant stay, you guys. And I'm like, whoa, this is a heavy revy. Is stayed, to lean upon, to rest upon, to lean against. That's right, protector, Tina. To lean against, to place something upon something so that I can rest. So now get a revelation. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Now the scripture for me just bounced alive. It's more than just, okay, I'm going to think about God right now because I'm stressful. That's great. Do that. But go deeper, understand that when you, what God does when you frame your mind and your life around the essence of who God is. Do you hear what I'm saying? Somebody comment. You're framing who you are around God. You're framing something around somebody that is perfect. And so God's not going to let you down. People will, you'll let yourself down, circumstances, absolutely, but but not the Lord. So God keeps Debbie in perfect peace. When I frame my mind and my imagination around God, and I see him as that protector, as that one who's watching over me and everything, and then with that knowledge, God becomes the 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 wall that I lean on. He becomes the post that I lean on. He becomes the thing that I know that if I, like right now, I have a chair. And as I lean back, the chair is holding me, right? I haven't gone feet up, right? I won't do it too hard though. But if this chair behind me is the Lord, and I have framed my mind, stayed my mind on him, then I can lean back. I can go back, 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 but I still know that I'm held. I still know that I'm protected. Hey, Jan. And so I have that peace. So pursue peace. Go back to what we said. And then whose mind is stayed on him because he trusted you. Trust means trust, folks. Trust means trust. It means confidence. So I want to read. I'm going to end with this. And I want to read to you what um, I said for me because I just want to share um what I heard, and I'm going to put it in here, see if that works for you, but I'm going to read it, and then if anybody has something, so this is what I wrote, I said, God is keeping a watch over me, and guarding my safety, my soundness of mind, and keeping me, Debbie, complete, as I build my mind around the framework that God has put in place, I lean the full weight 
of who I am and what concerns me on him to be upheld and to be sustained. He's the reason I am upright. I give my confidence to God to hold me in these ways and see that it's just not me keeping my mind and thoughts on God, but I frame my life to the blueprint of God's protection over me in all of my ways. He sustains me. He literally holds me up. He's the one I lay my head upon to rest. And in him, in that rest, I have completeness and soundness of body, soul, and spirit because God is watching over me. He's preserving me and keeping me close to him. He's not just watching me, but he's guarding me as I lean into him. So building that life in God. And making his truth our own, right? Because there's only one truth. Now, we all have different interpretations of what that is. And I'm not getting into that. But for me, my truth is God and, 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 and who he is and how I understand God. And so, again, Isaiah 26, 3, pursue peace. When you let go and let God, then you can let go of the outcome. Hopefully that's a message for somebody. I know it blessed my socks off. So if, I, if I'm the only one that got blessed, well, well, hallelujah. I would love to hear, totally hear your comments. And with that, I need to go back to work. So bless you guys. If you comment, I will definitely uh, reach out to you. Bye. And we'll end this broadcast. See you guys later.